Support comes from the Norton Simon Museum, presenting the film series Testigo Witness, Goya in the Movies. Held on select Fridays in May, each film touches upon artist Francisco de Goya's visions of the world, kicking off with Pan's Labyrinth by Guillermo del Toro on May 10th at nortonsimon.org. Support for LAist comes from Pasadena Water and Power. Every individual's actions matter in preserving resources. Join the ripple effect to build a more resilient water future. Learn more about water programs, workshops, and ways to save at pwpweb.com slash the ripple effect. Studios. I was born here in Hollywood in the early 60s. I'm now in my 60s, and I've looked at the Hollywood sign my entire life. It's a jewel in our city. You know, when people always ask you, you know, where are you from? I'm from Hollywood, and uh, there's not a person on the planet that doesn't know where Hollywood is. Every state in the union has a place called Hollywood. Nobody recognizes any of them. When you say Hollywood, they know what you're talking about. They're talking about here, Hollywood, California. Florida is not a thing, right? Yeah, no one thinks that when you say Hollywood, no one thinks of Hollywood, Florida, or all the other, you know, 49 townships or districts. You're listening to How to LA. I'm your host, Brian De Los Santos. Today, we're outside doing one of the most LA things ever, checking out the Hollywood sign in the hills. It's my first time doing the trek up to the sign, and there's a special reason why we're out here. It's the sign's 100th anniversary. Woo! A quick note, we've been featuring a few places that have turned 100 this year. The historic Biltmore Hotel in downtown, the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum, and now the Hollywood sign. The 1920s was an era for the city. As more people moved here, an expansion began to make it a global city like New York. Commerce, real estate, and entertainment began to boom. To give us the context and information about the sign's history, we reached out to the organization who takes care of it. This whole community is called Hollywood Land. Oh. And the very first building that was built here in Hollywood Land is around the corner right there called Hollywood Land Realty. This is Jeff Saranam. And I'm the chairman of the Hollywood Sign Trust. The Hollywood Sign Trust is a nonprofit organization whose sole mission is to take care of the Hollywood sign here in Hollywood. Jeff is taking us on his truck. Yeah, so that's technically the entrance to Hollywood Land. On a road he doesn't really want to advertise. People were driving up to the Hollywood sign and there's a lot of traffic and a lot of the neighbors were complaining. So It's a residential street. This road was built probably in the 20s when there were very few Model Ts on the road and a lot smaller cars. Even with my truck here, it's hard to navigate. There's a lot of blind corners, right? But so. there are a lot of other ways the public can see the sign, and we're going to get into that. But if you want to come on your own and hike up to the top of Mount Lee, you know, it's perfectly free. Griffith Park is open to everybody. The largest urban park in America. But for a special treat, we're hiking into a restricted area. I've never been up here. No? No, so you're yeah. taking me on my first excursion to the Hollywood sign. Yeah. And we're actually going to be at the sign. We have the key to the gate. Now you're entering a restricted area. 
don't worry, Jeff is gonna be with us, so it's kind of legal, I guess. It's, it's not really a safe road for heavy traffic, so it's, it's better off closed. It's hot. All right, let's get water. into it. Bring it. <laughs> so we just parked here at the at what I call our designated parking spot at the top of Mount Lee. So this is the end of the Eileen Getty Trail. Yeah. So you have two peaks here, Coenga Peak and Burbank Peak. And then beyond that, at the very end, is uh, the Wisdom Tree. There it is. Yeah, there's the Hollywood sign. And here's our gate. And here's my key. It's restricted. The fence is here on purpose. That means don't enter. There's warning signs everywhere. There are fines. Okay, you ready to go down? Okay, you got your, you got, I got to check your shoes. Make sure you have safe shoes on. Good, good. front of the first L and the double L. This is the flattest part of the sign. The other ones are sticking more in the air, but these are the lowest ones to the ground. So this is corrugated sheet metal and it's, and it's attached to a steel structure with self-tapping screws. So touch it while you're here, because you probably won't be touching it again. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> In the early 20s, a group of investors came together and they bought this large parcel here, which was between 500 and 600 acres. You have to imagine going back in the 20s that there was really nothing here. This was just all virgin landscape, pretty much like you, what you see here in, in Griffith Park. The hillside kind of looked like that, right? Just virgin hillside and natural landscape. So parcels of land were being sold. Hollywood was booming. It was, they had this new industry called movies. The very first film in, in Hollywood was in 1912, and a lot of people had moved from the East Coast to the West Coast to start their movie companies, and they all settled in, in Hollywood, and a lot of studios were being built. One of the things that was needed, desperately, was more housing. So a group of investors came together, and they bought this parcel of land and subdivided it to sell home lots. Most of the people were living in the downtown area below Wilshire and they needed some kind of gimmick to attract people to come and look at their lots and so they came up with this idea to erect a very large Hollywood land sign which because the, the development company was called Hollywood Land and uh, they said well let's let's erect this giant sign so that people can see it as far south as Wilshire Boulevard. People were new in, in, in having cars and Model Ts and things like that. And people would go on weekend strolls in their new automobiles. They said, well, let's go up there and see what that's all about. And they would drive up here. So that's how they attracted people to come in. They thought that they would sell out all of their lots in about 18 months. So they put it up very quickly and with the cheapest materials that they could find with old telephone poles. And they just nailed it to the wooden structure and then cables to, to hold it upright. And then they also put about 3,700 light bulbs around the perimeter of each letter altogether. So the original signs in 1923 said Hollywood Land on December the 8th, 1923, and it would flash Holly and then Wood and then Land and then altogether Hollywood Land and then it would, it would repeat.
that's how it went for about 10 years with the with the light bulbs. It was very hard to maintain it. Uh, these were these were done with 10-watt uh, incandescent bulbs, which would last only about 400 hours. I mean, can you imagine climbing up this structure and changing out these light bulbs? Well, after a while, the, the structure started to deteriorate. The electrical components started to deteriorate, so they just decided to turn it off, and it was becoming very expensive to, to maintain the sign, so they just, it just went dark uh, in 1933. And at that point, who was, who was behind the, the sign? It was the, the real estate company? It was still the real estate company. It was slow going, actually, selling all of their lots, and they continued to sell the lots all the way up to 1944. You know, World War II started for the U.S. in 1941, and, you know, it was a whole new movement. So by 1944, they decided to donate the rest of this to the city of Los Angeles. And by that time, the H had fallen down. So the city inherited what's what I call the Hollywood land sign. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't the Hollywood land sign. It was the Hollywood land sign. And it, and it just kind of stood there for about three to four years, and it started to deteriorate more and more and more. And people were starting to get upset to say, hey, you know, we have this eyesore on, the, on our hillside. It's not a good image for not only Hollywood land, the, the people, the homeowners that were here, but also for the city of Los Angeles and especially for Hollywood. So the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce stepped in and said, hey, you know, we'll spend our dollars to maintain the sign. As long as we can remove the land, we're proud of our, of our city or our district. We need to maintain the image of Hollywood. So they resurrected the H that had fallen down, fixed the structure as much as they could, and then they removed the last four letters of the Hollywood land sign so that it would only say Hollywood. That was a pivotal moment in the history of the sign where the meaning of the sign changed from a, an advertising gimmick to sell land in, in Hollywood land to a symbol of Hollywood itself. Not only the place of Hollywood, but it was there to promote the signature industry in Hollywood, which was the movie industry. You know, having the image of Hollywood in pristine condition was paramount. And from that time on, you know, the Hollywood sign was promoted in movies. People started taking pictures with the Hollywood sign, and it was the beginning of its fame, so to speak. Roll along, very moon, roll along, Today, you know, so many years later, people can't imagine L.A. without the Hollywood sign. We'll be back with more about the Hollywood sign after a quick break. Support for LAS comes from Latino Theater Company at the Los Angeles Theater Center, presenting the world premiere of Ghost Waltz by Oliver Mayer, a bold original recovery of Juventino Rosas, one of Mexico's most significant composers. Follow Rosas from his father's early death to his friendship with ragtime genius Scott Joplin, now on stage through June 2nd. Tickets and information at latinotheaterco.org.
Support for LAist comes from the Norton Simon Museum, presenting the film series Testigo Witness, Goya in the Movies, held on select Fridays in May. Each film touches upon Spanish artist Francisco de Goya's visions of the world, including Pan's Labyrinth by Guillermo del Toro and The Discreet Charm of the Bourgeoisie by Luis Buñuel. Screenings are at 4.30 p.m. on four consecutive Fridays starting May 10th. More information at nortonsimon.org. And we're back literally under the Hollywood sign. I'm literally touching the white steel. They did another major refurbishment in 1973, and that's when the Hollywood sign gained a cultural monument status in the city of Los Angeles. Which means people can't mess with it. They, people can't mess with it. They, people can't mess with it. However, by 1976, 1977, the sign was getting really dilapidated. The panels kept falling off, sun, the wind. We're, ha we're taking its toll on the Hollywood sign. They had drilled holes into the panel to kind of reduce that wind pressure onto the sign. Nothing really worked. In February of 1978, the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce commissioned a study with a structural engineer to say, can we really fix this sign? Or what is your recommendations for this sign? What can we do with it? It keeps falling apart. And the end result was, it's, it's beyond, it's beyond repair. It needs to be completely replaced. So the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce said, okay, we'll replace it and we'll make it out of steel in exactly the same way that it was built. I mean, the same footprint, the same size, everything was going to be replaced exactly the same to maintain that landmark status, except this time with a steel superstructure. One thing was in their way, and that was uh, money. So, so they had to raise $250,000 to remove the old sign and to resurrect a new one. So they decided to auction off each letter to sponsors. If you divide nine into 250000 you get $27,777. And the first person to step up to donate $27,777 was glam rocker Alice Cooper. Another guy learned about that, and that was Hugh Hefner. He was new in town. He actually moved from Chicago to L.A. back in 74 or 75. He bought this little place called uh, the Playboy Mansion. I don't know that. <laughs> he got By the way, in, 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 in Homeby Hills. He, yeah. And he decided to throw a fundraiser. Lo and behold, he, he raised another six donors. Later on, there were two other individuals that stepped forward. All the money was raised by August of 1978, which was, you know, from April to August. That's a very short time to raise that kind of money. I mean, that's in the millions of dollars today. So construction started by October the 30th. The new Hollywood sign was complete or restored. The Hollywood Chamber of Commerce said, moving forward, since we have such a, this new beautiful sign, we need to have an entity that its sole purpose would be to maintain the Hollywood sign in perpetuity. So they created the Hollywood Sign Trust on October the 7th, 1978. The Hollywood sign is made out of metal and steel and we have, we're, we're always concerned about rust. We're concerned about the painting of it. So we paint the sign about every 10 years. We just painted the sign in 2022 in November, you know, getting it ready for its centennial reveal. The Hollywood sign got a little makeover. And as you can see, there's a lot of vegetation that grows up and, and around the sign. So we also 
take care of all the, the excess vegetation. Another aspect that we do is we take care of all the security. So if you look up, you'll see a lot of security cameras. I don't know what they all are, but it's the best. People cannot come up into this restricted area. If you do, there are fines, so I highly recommend that you stay away from the Hollywood sign. We're up close and personal now with the Hollywood sign, but can you actually see the entire sign? No. You can't. You can't. So the sign was designed to be seen from, from a distance, not up close. I mean, we can't see the sign in its entirety being as close as we are. So it's still cool, though. It, it's, yeah, it is still it is cool. cool. Yeah, it is still cool. But, you know, there is a viewpoint down below the sign that a lot of people like to go and take pictures from there. Getting into Griffith Park, we recommend to always take the Bronson Canyon Trail. There's a parking lot below there where people can uh, park and then hike up to the sign. It takes you about maybe an hour to hour and a half to, to hike up to the top of Mount Lee, where you can have a panoramic view of, and looking at uh, the entire uh, Los Angeles basin. But you can also see north of the sign, or the valley, what we call the valley in, in Los Angeles, and you can see Burbank and, and all those uh, communities as well. So it's a, it's, a, it's a 360 degree view of the entire city of Los Angeles. I think it's, it's probably the only spot in Los Angeles where you can have a 360 degree view. You can see the ocean, you can see downtown Los Angeles, you can see the Griffith Observatory, you can see the top of Mount Hollywood to our left, and uh, you can see the Lake Hollywood there and the Mulholland Dam. You can see the Hollywood Bowl. You can see uh, Central Hollywood or Downtown Hollywood there in the Capitol Records building. You can see as far as uh, SoFi Stadium down, down there in Inglewood as well. Why do you think it's so important to take care of this landmark? Well, I think you, you nailed it right there with the last word. <laughs> it's a landmark, you know, it's, it's an icon of the world. It's up there with the Eiffel Tower in Paris. It's up there with the pyramids in, in Cairo. On Instagram, got a report, and it's in the top 10 of the most photographed places on Earth. So that should tell you something of why it's, it's so important for us to protect it. The Hollywood sign is a symbol of pride for the city of Los Angeles. It's important for our tourism. The Hollywood sign is an economic engine for the city of Los Angeles. It represents uh, one of our most cherished industries here, which is the entertainment industry. The, the biggest controversy about the Hollywood sign is that there's really no infrastructure, you know, for all the visitation that the Hollywood sign attracts. So we're looking into building a Hollywood sign visitor center, hopefully on the other side of the Hollywood sign, where people can come and visit and have easy access. Uh, it wasn't meant to be an attraction. It was just meant to be an advertisement to sell land in Hollywood or Hollywood land. So there's no real access up right below the sign. So we need to have some easy access coming into the Hollywood sign, and the best way to do that is to build a Hollywood sign visitor center where people can go, learn about the Hollywood sign, just like all these other world icons, right? That's, one of, that's probably the next big mission of the Hollywood Sign Trust. It will also take millions of dollars to create this visitor center, so we're always looking for people who are interested or people who are in the philanthropic mode to donate to help us build this Hollywood Sign Visitor Center, which is so important, not only for the viability of the Hollywood Sign, but also to, to help with the um, infrastructure needs of our, of our beloved communities below the Hollywood Sign. Did you hear that, everyone? Yeah. <laughs> an exclusive for... People with money, come forward. Yeah. So what would you like suggest for folks who might not be able to hike up here um, through Griffith or elsewhere and want to see the, the sign or, or take in the sign, you know? Yeah. 
Well, hiking is tough even for people with, that are able to walk. The best way to do this is, is that you're going to need some kind of hand-pushed vehicle for, and someone to push you up. I mean, the, there's really no other way to do it today. That's why having a Hollywood Sign Visitor Center and having some kind of golf cart type electric vehicles bringing people up would help. Is there no like best place to park as of now? Um, is it Griffith? Like if a- you if you are physically challenged, the best place to park and have a view of the sign would be at the Griffith Park Observatory parking lot, and that is actually the official place to to view the Hollywood sign. It's still a little bit in the distance. A lot of people like to get a little bit closer to the sign, but to get actually up here to Mount Lee, that is still in the works. What do I say to those people that haven't visited their city? You live in your city, but they haven't really visited their city. You know, be a, be an LA tourist and 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 know and learn about the history. I mean, this is the place where you live. And to me, it's unconscionable not to know everything about your city. LA has so many different kinds of attractions. I mean, people from all over the world come here for all of these attractions. We have the great museums down there on Wilshire Boulevard and the Museum of Art, and we have MoCA downtown, and downtown itself is a, is, is a place to visit. And we have the beaches. Be a, be a visitor in your town and learn about it. You know, learning the history of Los Angeles is, is fascinating, even though it's, it's only a few hundred years old. There's such diversity here, it's just, it's just amazing. I think you have every, every ethnic background here in Los Angeles. So it's, it's one of those unique cities where you, you, you just see people from all over the world. There are so many Angelinos that I have talked to that haven't experienced any of these things, which is sad. So do it, people, do it. <laughs> city that so many people want to live in and then especially those of us who've been here for forever yeah do a staycation you know when you if you plan a staycation in your own city go go into a hotel in los angeles you know stay there for two weeks and visit your own city do a staycation instead of going on a vacation that's what how's that wise words it's wise words Thanks again to Jeff Serenem for talking to us about the history and significance of the Hollywood sign. We'll have a link in the show notes with information of how to see the sign. That's all from us today. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please rate it and subscribe wherever you're listening to it. And don't forget, every day is a good day to love LA. Adios. Support for this podcast is made possible by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe that quality journalism makes Los Angeles a better place to live. The LAS Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAS.com sweeps.